one, you have to educate yourself. Now, when I say education, it ain't, it ain't always, always about go to school. Right. We come from the same place. Yeah. I mean, people we see do something on the corner, we educate ourselves and we do it a little better. We right. do it a little bigger. Right. Right? Educate mm-hmm. yourself. Right? Learn. Ask questions. Second thing is watch. There's so much information going on right now, you can watch. Like me, I watch people's mistakes. My father, who was a military drill sergeant, I'm glad he did what he did. Every time an athlete did something crazy, I got in trouble. Worst ass whooping I ever received in my life was when uh, Lynn Bias overdosed. My father came in with tears in his eye like, like that was his son. He was like, if you ever do coke, I will kill you. So my dumb ass thinking, bro, I don't mess with coke, I mess with Pepsi. the soul not told podcast it's the host with the most the big speaker and you are tuned in to a special live series i call get some university where your brain you say bye-bye to it to the way you used to know it because when you open up to this new knowledge you're gonna never be able to go back to the same that's where the albert einstein with a little nick die spin on it but today um i'm bringing y'all one of my special thought processes like it's really like the first dive that i'm gonna get into you know, me being a, a little peek into my brain, because, like, I consider myself to be, you know, a business connoisseur, especially in the realm of social entrepreneurship. And if you've been tuning in to the Get Some University series, you'll know kind of the build-up to this point, but I'm very excited to bring y'all, with no further ado, the Black Business Brothers. So, as you know, I've been advertising it as, you know, the big baller brand play on. So, it's like three major players within the social re- social entrepreneurship realm that i think that we ought to highlight it's not that you know these are people that i had to find out and discover i think that people um are always fascinated with business are we always impressed by the accolades that these people are amounting to especially these three gentlemen that i'm about to highlight right now but i think if you took some time out to actually study the breadcrumbs of what helped them amount to their to their position i mean from the from the outside looking in standpoint because if we don't know the complete backstory i know i read one of their memoirs myself personally which is still only a small glimpse because you never know what part that they you know omitting from that truth to be able to paint themselves in a profitable nature so with no further ado the black business brothers are shaquille o'neal aka diesel aka the black superman himself shaquille o'neal we know he needs no further explanation on who he is these guys all should 
be known to whomever is listening to this or whoever you sending this to. It's, these names shouldn't be like that common, but when you drop the breadcrumbs and see the moves that they make, you might actually type in, tap in a little bit more to a, a more consistent wave, I should say. Um, so we said Shaquille O'Neal. The other person is Rick Ross, the biggest boss, huh? If you don't know him by Rick Ross, you may have heard that ad lib before, and he's a big mogul in the the business game. He's been around in the in the music scene for over almost two decades. I want to say because as I read his memoir, I understood that before he even started putting out music, which he's had about a ten year career in now, he wrote and was on the pen for 10 years perfecting his pen so a lot a lot of these guys that i'm about to highlight well these three guys that i'm about to highlight they've sacrificed a lot of time a lot of um a lot of opportunity to be able to master that craft and now they're reaping the benefits of them being able to put that time down to perfect that craft i posted on my instagram earlier about how um what's my girl name on insecure i can't remember her regular name hold on one second it's gonna come Issa Rae. I can't forget Miss Issa with the nice chiclet teeth. I love her teeth. I love that big, beautiful smile on that black queen. That black queen. But Issa just got her um first what what was the award? The Golden Glove or would it be let me see if I can find it real nice and quickly as I got y'all attention because Issa just got her act like just getting her flowers. So one thing I hear from people that's local around me all the time is I want to be a chef, or I want to be a DJ, or I want to get into music, but they often feel like people not going to feel them, like they want to be, um, get their accolades so early, like, oh, I made a song, go ahead and check me out. People not going to hear you until somebody else hear you and put them on. So until you find that person that's going to advocate for your business or your service, you got to keep going. You got to keep your head down. So Issa had to write, produce, and finance her own project before anybody ever took her serious. You got to take that amount of of self-discovery one to figuring out how you're gonna make yours different from everybody else and then see if you're gonna have the guts and the heart to stick it out to be able to amount to whatever you see as success for yourself and she bet on herself and now has secured an eight-figure deal and my caption said this is the type of shit i be saying people say they want to do music have makeup speaking with zero work the results don't come after you get noticed you will work until you get noticed you got to believe in you first she isn't the only artist that I've seen or creative that I've seen amounts to success by putting in the work. For instance, I know R.I. Linux is putting on multiple covers, putting out EPs, out projects like that for free. You put that free value out there, people going to gravitate to it because they can't help but see the work and the talent. And the consistency is going to solve all of that. And after time and after time, if you, if you stand the test of time, you'll see that you reap your reward and that's just from my eyes to y'all's but i got another little small shout out before we get into the black business brothers shout out to rashad and troy for making it cool i was studying the um master p interview before i started rapping about him because i don't want to speak on nothing i don't know about you know what i'm saying but they made it cool to put out a piece of pen and paper and actually have the facts because i know a lot of people that we give the microphone to or give the attention in the room to they just be hooping and hollering and being ignorant passing on information that's not valid or true it'd be highly um subjective and then it is never checked because it's, it's based off their face count their face cards you just believe in what they saying without actually doing the, the background research and shout out to troy and, and rashad for being able to be that 
those guys that's cool enough to pull up to the basketball game and take the and take the stats. Like you know what I'm saying? It has never been cool to be the coolest statistician, but it's, it look a little different when the statistician fresh and they come to every game and then they can talk to the females. So that's kind of the lane that I see that people with progressive educational platforms is coming to because at first nobody was really paying attention to. You know, the people that wasn't in the game or now the people outside of the game is getting noticed because they see the vanity behind beyond the lights. There's vanity in that light in that scene because you realize now, you know, they paint the picture as athletes and entertainers getting all the bread. But now we're seeing that it, it's not that case no more. They glorify that lifestyle. They push that lifestyle in front of us. But as we see, it still requires more. Like you see people go from, you know, poor go broke like jock. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got to say. Fargo broke like Jock. That man was one of the hottest people of an era to drive and lift. Now, he had his personal reasons for why he was doing that, but we see that the lifestyle that they push towards us is not as glorifying as, oh, I'm going to go to the league and I'm going to retire my mom and then that's going to be it. Or I'm going to hit this one top single on the charts and then that's going to be it. I'm going to be set for life. No, sir, that is not the truth. And for that reason why, we are studying the breadcrumbs of the black... Yes, sir. Before we get carried away with our Black Business Brothers industry analysis, I wanted to give a special shout out to my guys at the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, which would be Wallow267 and Gilly the Kid. Gilly, I love your relationship with your wife. I love how you treat you know all the guys that come into your DM, male or female, looking for game. and You keep it real nice and uncut about what you think they should do. And some of it is very opinionized, and some of it is like, man, I would have never thought that somebody would have been online giving free game like this. You know what I'm saying? You tuned up with a tycoon of an influencer, a marketer, uh, a motivator, and Wallow267. If y'all haven't, make sure y'all go get on Wallow's content. You looking for anybody to turn your mind, your spirit on, your hustle up a notch or two. Wallow is going to do that for you every morning, every day. You might see him wet, rainy, snowy. He's going to do something to get your attention. And I have to just tip my hat to somebody that came out of jail that was getting information brought to him in prison about what was going on here to have himself set up for success like this. Like, once again, y'all, you really have no excuses to all of our people out here that's living time free with ample of resources and time on our hands right now. It's a different time in 2021. Just really want us to be able to capitalize on a situation like never before. You know what I'm saying? So... Before we get into uh, the clip, I want to give y'all a little perspective on it, too. Um, this clip is the main reason why I plan on having my children in shack shoes until they get into the position to either buy their own shoes or I want to buy more name-branded shoes. So I wanted to get a brand that was more so um, supportive of somebody that we can, that we can you know, attach ourselves to. We buy Jordans, but we don't know Jordans cut up that. We know it's one of the most highly decorated street shoes in the in the country, in the world. One of the most obsessed over items in the world that means so much. But Shaq had already understood that in the shoe game. So he decided to go ahead and be um, what he considers to be the Pablo Escobar of the other side of the shoe game. So there's two sides of, of the coin. You got the heads and you got the tails. So, I mean, he says that he knows that the Jordans are pricey. He knows that everybody can't afford it, but that doesn't mean that, you know, there aren't people that want nice shoes as well. So I'm like, all right, cool. My kids ain't going to care about shoes. I mean, when they're younger, they probably not until they get to the point where they have an opinion about what they want to wear, and then we could dress that. But until then, I would like to make sure that my brother, my, my brother, but my uh, black business brother, I should say, 
he gets his he gets his flowers while he's here. It's a dope idea. I appreciate you for having a shoe for people that can't afford the luxuries of life at all times. And not saying that I won't be able to afford the luxuries, but I want to be able to pay homage to somebody that took the time and consideration out to thank. Um, you know, just be able to say, man, this is a real dope idea, and I appreciate your cause for the culture. So with no further ado, here's that podcast from Million Dollars Worth of Game Clip with Shaquille O'Neal, Wallow267, and Gilly the Kid. Let's go. Yes. Hopefully they listen, but it really is easy. Because, look, I ain't the smallest cat in the world. I just sit back and watch. Okay, that's how you do it. Okay, Jordan got his own brand. How am I get my brand? Right. Okay, Jordan did a JV with Nike, joint ventureship. Mm-hmm. All right, Nike, I probably can't do nothing with Nike. There's Adidas, there's a Reebok. Reebok. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, Mr. Reebok. My name is Mr. Shaq. I'd like to have a shoe. Sure. Uh, by the way, uh, Jordan has Jumpman. I already got Dunkman. I already got it. You know, already got it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, labeling all that stuff. Let's do something. We do it. Bam. But now I'm like, because like I, I like to put everything I do in street sense. Right. So now Jordan moving way more bricks than I'm moving. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I got to switch up. Now I got to switch up. Like 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 Jordan owned this this hood. So I said, you know what? It's a lot of kids that can't afford these shoes. Oh. I ain't gonna do nothing with Reebok no more. I'm gonna do something on my own. Right. I'm gonna go to places like Walmart and Target. Give them a shoe 30, 40. And now that's my lane. Right. I'm the Pablo Escobar of that. <laughs> yeah, Jordan got this. Right. Which I got is cool, this. but I right. got that. So, right. you know, people try to give me a lot of flack, but it's something that needed to be done. And then I figured out it, it ain't the fact that kids don't want to want to wear twenty dollars shoes. They don't want to shoe. They don't want to wear shoes that look like they cost twenty dollars. Right. So I got some. So I got some. You know, pretty cool. You know, some pretty hot designers. Never since I made that decision, I've sold over two hundred fifty million pair. Damn. Damn. And like, I make a lot of people happy because. I couldn't afford Jordans. Right. I tried to cut grass and wash cars and do that. And by the time I raised up the money, they only came with size thirteen, so I couldn't. I couldn't wear. But to answer your question, all all they gotta do is just educate themselves. Did you hate on that man? He said you could have the same opportunity I had, probably without being seven one over two hundred and fifty pounds and being one of the most dominant forces in the NBA. But if you educate yourself, you could use differentiation and segmentation and joint ventureship to be able to own and operate the same way that he has. And that's just the small breadcrumbs that we picking up on. You understand? So so not told black business brothers we getting into Shaq Shaquille O'Neal right now. So from what we know about Shaquille O'Neal, aka the Big Diesel, aka Superman, is that he entered the Orlando Magic on nineteen ninety two and stopped playing for the Heat around two thousand not the Heat, the Celtics around two thousand eleven, earning a salary of over two hundred and ninety two million dollars playing a sport that he loves and dominated for years and years and years with championship rings, MVP seasons and really just Really was known for the backdrop stuff that he just dominated several teams with, and he was just a force to be reckoned with as far as like with his uh with his NBA career. But one thing about you know him and Master P that I would highlight is that they were able to live the glorious lifestyle of being an athlete turned rapper. Yeah, I said Shaq wasn't an all the way rapper, but he definitely dibbles and dabbles with music and entertainment like no other. He's one of those big fun guys that 
you see him in movies and you take him serious you see him in public and be scared of him but overall you know he's all for the people you know he has one of those winning brand personalities he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to put on a facade like he knows when to be non-bullshit and he knows when to be like silly and you know went over the people so with that being said he was able to be athlete turned rapper turned boss and now you know of course he's up in age right now but he's doing whatever he want to do i seen Shaq with custom skates roller skating the other day on instagram i'm like oh my god and somebody quoted him was like Shaq's doing everything in life he's just doing the extra strip now and that's just the overall goal of freedom freedom of time freedom of financials and just having freedom of uh, responsibility. He doesn't have to do anything. He's just do- doing what he want to do right now. So I said he acquired over $292 million playing basketball where he had to use his body, use his time, try to win other things while he was, like they had incentivizing contracts to where if he was able to get this, he would get more money. So now we know Shaq to be a NBA commentator as one of his most um, – celebrated careers but um break down a few of the other things that i've studied through the the things that i'm interested in to show me other avenues in which shaquille o'neal gets bread using his personal brand being so rich and so favorable amongst the people so before five guys went went to down the toilet because of the man saying the stuff about the african-americans i haven't seen Shaq promote that as, as much but he was very heavily invested into the papa john's I mean, I pop, yeah, the Papa John's TV pizza brand, because he was definitely one of the people that, you want some Shaquille O'Neal pizza to fill him up? Go to Papa John's. But since they're in kind of like um, a consolidation trying to see if they're going to go up or down, depending on their, their spokesperson or the, the public spokesperson, I don't see him promoting that as, as much. But we do know that he owns over 155 Five Guys, 155 restaurant franchisees, Five Guys at that. And we already know you go into five guys with the munchies, you spending twenty dollars on one burger for one person. And that's a that's a big burger if you're hungry. The large fry, the drink, and the taxes gonna put you over twenty dollars a person. And that's like a hit for Shaquille O'Neal. Twenty dollars per person that walk in, depending on where the locations are, man, those are very profitable businesses. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just something to be attached to to where, you know, in the worst case scenario, you can sell the your owners your ownership to that that branch, and now you out and create more you know flexibility within your budget. I don't know. I just know 155 is a lot, so I probably wouldn't gain more five guys if they weren't being able to provide more income into my pocket somehow. So um, as he spoke about on the small clip, he also has a, a joint venturing with Reebok to get Dunkman into all of the Walmart stores. And I don't know if Reebok is still doing all of the shoes at walmart i haven't actually been in walmart to see the shoes but i do believe that they're still heavily in the stores and being able to be purchased at almost every walmart but who actually manufactures them and who does the the product for him i'm not i'm not too sure but i do know that he still has a partnership with reebok um so i don't know the details about it but we're just speaking on the other businesses that i see him partnering with that he does ads for that he's brand that he does brand ambassador and foreign for so Shaq is in multiple bags do you hear me Shaq is in multiple bags so um one that we also know him to see is the general auto insurance we didn't see Shaq in a lot of go auto i mean not go auto general 
the general commercials. You want some good car insurance that can sue somebody of, of my man, my stature without, you know, stretching my pockets as big as I am? Come get some insurance from uh, the general. And I know that that's probably a lucrative joint venture shit for him as well. And on the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, he also mentioned that he had a partnership with Invicta. I owned a few Invicta watches. I think that they're a very high-class brand at a low dollar point that a lot of people can enjoy without trying to chase the dollar of trying to get a richer meal or feeling like they got to have a bust down. Nice quality watches that are worn at a lot of shapes and sizes and to provide value. I mean, he was trying to get Gillian Wallow one. You know, of course they had one to fit his watch. I mean, his wrist and his stature. I know he probably had to put two wristbands on for one because at seven one, not everything gonna be able to fit around your your extremities. So in Victor, I seen him with a, a, a partnership with General Mills, and his face has been all over multiple food facets. I'm pretty sure he's gonna come out with his own. Um, he, I believe he has a restaurant in L.A. like that's very close to the Staples Center, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. I'll probably have some more information on that later, but. General Mills, he has a, a partnership with Frosted Flakes and um, Pepsi, as he mentioned, too. You know, he don't rock with a lot of drinks, but he might be able to get Pepsi a thumbs up in a commercial and get his bread like that, too. So, um, normally, when I studied following Mimic Success, they said get into stocks or real estate. So, unfortunately, he probably has the ability to make the stock go up or down by depending on how he his messaging, the platform on which he's able to get people to say, I want to buy some more. I want to get 100 pieces because Shaq is here or however the case that may be. He owns a, a sm- he's not a, a heavy real estate player, but he owns multiple estates. So once again, owning the ownership part about all of this is why I really want to highlight Shaq. He's in very different bags. So if he needs any amount of money, not to say that he does, but we all have financial troubles or we all know what we aspire to be. He can just sell something on demand and be able to cover that cover that overhead. And that's just a small token to having a winning brand, a winning vision, a winning personality to where people will want to put you in front of all of their brands and businesses and promote them simultaneously. And he doesn't have to change himself. He's a big, silly person anyway. So why not get in his big, silly self in front of a Go Auto Insurance or in front of a Frosted Flakes bottle on a Pepsi commercial? And then have him do wear all of those brands while he comes to an event at Walmart and sells out all of his shoes at half the price. Like, he doesn't get no better with Shaquille O'Neal when it comes to having a winning brand and joint ventureship. So, kudos to you, Shaquille O'Neal, man. I'm thankful that you are able to, you know, drop a few breadcrumbs for us to pick up on. And so, I'm bringing it to the podcast on my Black Business Brothers podcast today to let you know that, you know, I recognize what you're doing is great. And I, pr- I pray that you open up more doors to be able to show people the, the blueprint of what you got going on. I salute you, my brother. And now we're moving on to our next person, Mr. Master P. So one thing about Master P that I love, man, he always comes with the passion and the motivation for all black people to get a piece of this entrepreneurship journey. The question arose in my mind with all this stimulus, tax, and regular check money, wouldn't you want to be getting you some? And I'm talking about Master P has multiple avenues and brands and ventures that can capture 
some portion of your of your paycheck or your taxes or your or your stimulus and that's the overall goal having multiple ways to be able to pay yourself so he is somebody that is kind of different from Shaq. Shaq had a winning brand that he was able to distribute to different avenues of people through joint ventureship. And now I'm showing y'all with Master P, he is a visionary that's big on branding. He gonna brand everything. So we knew Shaq had a multitude of businesses, but now Master P, on the other hand, has a multitude of brands, multiple brands and services that he offers. So one thing that i know for sure is that he owns the masses of the conglomerate that he came up with which would be no limit records so anytime they playing the music he getting paid from that you understand that's a major key i'm sorry to everybody that's a part of no limit that's not reaping the benefits of all your hard work but that's just how that cookie crumbles he was the one taking the major play sacrifices to get the brand off of where it needed to be and he feels that he should be compensated as such and now he is in a, a major player in a social real estate not social real estate social entrepreneurship game that i'm studying and creating is because he's big rap snacks manyatis um noodles he got a, a a stock app so he just doesn't stop creating avenues for him and his family so let's see what else we can get into revolving mr master p is fighting for and that's just me we fighting for economic empowerment for our people that's what they're gonna remember us for when it's all said and done, they're going to say these are the guys that show black people that they could own business, create it, and get out there and make a difference. Because we know this is all temporary success, but we know we could pass this down from generation to generation to our kids, our grandkids, great-grandkids. You look at Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima, that was around for 130 years till we finally woke up. Mm -hmm. They made billions off us, and we was cool with it. Our culture didn't say that we supported it. And we didn't even flinch. So first and foremost, we're going to give a kudos to Mr. Master P on being a successful businessman in his journey on empowering other African-Americans through business advocacy. So a few businesses that he owns is the No Limit Records, as I mentioned before, and the merch that goes along with it. So anything you see with the... The No Limit Tank on it and anything that says about it, about it, anything representing the brand, he's going to say, yeah, give me a little piece of that. Yeah, let me get that. You know, he also has No Limit Realty, where that's a real estate branch. So unlike Shaquille O'Neal, this guy did decide to dibble and dabble in real estate. So that's another similarity of the two. So we may be going three for three on, you know what I'm saying, the the commonality that commonalities and differences amongst these three black business brothers. But overall they still having stuff we still taking notes and we still here observing the differences within these three guys that are all pushing the same envelope you understand so another thing he has is big pop of burgers and seasoning so i guess you know maybe he can go on and start a buzz barbecue or something like that but he decided to say in his mentality to, that everybody's already buying stuff that portrays black people but black people don't own it so why wouldn't y'all buy it from me it's the same thing now of course his products would be a little bit more scrutinized because ideally you want to say why would we want to buy some masterpiece burgers and wrap noodles and manyati luxury shoes because that wasn't the realm of life that he we know him to be a part of 
but you buy from people that just have and your mama like why did you buy it because maybe that was the only one on the shelf but now that she has a little bit of competition it gives some other products some consideration so i'm definitely in full support of his movement as well because it just makes you think you you know you support things right now like um colgate and chris that are the two dominant toothpaste brands but let alone something else comes along that's black owned i might be more willing to buy it not saying that it's all about uh, a black or white thing but it's just like if i have the possibility to keep a black dollar in circulation a little bit longer due to them providing a good good or service i'm gonna do that because I already know the type of playing field that we own. The $171,000 to $71,000 is not is incomparable. That's like a, a smaller percentage of the whole pie. So if I can do my part on helping this man stay afloat and circulate his business, then why would you want to not do the same thing? You understand? So Master P, as some of us know, he had a little small stint in the NBA to where he played on the Toronto Raptors recorded. I think that was two three-pointers, a block, and a steal, but he couldn't stay signed upon the contract. I think he started at the New Orleans Pelicans, I mean, New Orleans Hornets. Then he played for the Toronto Raptors, and then he was out of there. But still along that whole that whole playing field, you know, that, that athlete turned rapper turned boss. So we see the the picture that the, that the lifestyle has been glorified of that. But if you didn't pick up on the actual game that he was given from no limit to all the way up to with him being an established businessman now that you might miss that it's not as easy as it looks that it's going to take sacrifice hard work dedication and understanding the playing field to be able to to reach that level of success that he has amounted to like it's not just something that you're just going to wake up to overnight so that's the big part that i'm always being observant of master p when i go into social media how he pushes things about one great thing that I also see, I don't know if this is, you know, completely um, independently thought of, but you see how uh, Deion Sanders and his son went to Jackson State to play football. Now, he was able to talk his son into going into a, a HBCU. Now, I don't want to say it was solely based on Master P's decision, but the son said he wants to be a part of the, 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 the name to say, oh, I came from an HBCU. You know, everybody else feels like they got to go to top five schools and wait their turn to come on when they, you could flame your own legacy right here, right now. I wonder where he got that from. Hmm. Our other companies and also to be able to invest in other people's dreams uh, that they have and saying that we could do it instead of having to go wait for somebody else. That's what our banking. They don't, they don't, they don't understand it and necessarily understand their dreams. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, if I told somebody about Rap Snacks, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they, they were looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah. You know, so, you know, again, you know, it's all about, you know, really collectively trying to help each other and understand the movement and that we're stronger in numbers. Yeah, this, this is a move. You know, I had to go back and fact check myself. The son's exact words say he chose TSU, which would be Tennessee State University over all over schools. Like um, Vanderbilt, LSU, other big name schools. He said, I want to be a leader, and it's a dream of mine, a goal of mine to change the narrative. Mr. Miller said, I want to show people you don't have to go to a big school just to be great. There are a ton of people that came out of HBCUs, mid major schools, and he's going to be the next one. Now, that only came from being the son of a boss. 
You understand that the the son of a distinguished thought leader, somebody that was challenging the narrative of what it means to be a young black man or a new black man in the country that wants to capitalize off of using the black culture, using the black athletes, but not actually caring about us. America doesn't care about us, but they care about us to push their initiatives, to push their systems forward. So congratulations to Master P having a son that chose to think for himself and, um, yeah, back to Master P being the boss, man. I think that a lot of his business identities are questionable from the outside looking in. The people that say, oh, he a rapper. He's an athlete. He is a gangster. Why he wanna? Why we want to buy his snacks or buy his shoes or buy his noodles? But you got to understand he's trying. He's trying to be different. And then my whole reason why I, I love the idea, too, is this is not just for him. It might not bloom and go to his peak throughout his tenure on this earth but it can set up the next best romeo miller percy miller the second or somebody within his lineage to boom this product so it can make nobody ever have to work again and i know you know master p put his children in positions so where they don't have the roughest of lives but think about it i said life lives but think about it manyati might not blow until four generations from now but it's that concrete identity to say i'm passing this on generation by generation by generation that we've never seen before because the whole ideology of it is to not make your son grind as hard as you had to still appreciate the grind and the struggle but still not have it as hard as you had and he has now set that in place so now he can appoint business to his kids so they don't have to go out and look for employment that's empowerment that's empowering like that's something that's like looked at as a new revolutionary act to have people in black communities have passive incomes to have estates and wills passed down to them it's just never been seen before so i've been surprised to see that he hasn't had as many people try to actually come at him but i mean he's always advocating for entrepreneurships and he's somebody that believes strongly in grabbing from the bottom and scooping the hungry entrepreneurs the ones that really want it that really admire the grind and that's really stuck in it that's trying to make a better situation for themselves so once again man i'm just tipping my hat to master p because he's a, a a big big influence in the new entrepreneurship wave like all of the social entrepreneurship people that i study and people that have courses want to talk to him about financial literacy and how he's able to continue to brand and expand to realms that nobody's ever seen from somebody of his stature. You know, he was an athlete. I mean, he was a rapper, athlete. He's been in so many different uh, actor. You know what I'm saying? I got the hookup two. I got the hookup one. You know what I'm saying? He's just using his brand to this maximum capacity. And that's just more so why people are so infatuated with Master P. So as I get on his Instagram, although he has been promoting his kids a lot, the, the athlete that I'm speaking on, he has been doing this small mini series to where he do Master P reviews, to where he lets entrepreneurs come on his Instagram and preview their product. So he's been doing this for quite some time to where they just come on and talk about their business and give them a boost to use his following to possibly get the opportunity to, to have their voice, voice heard on another platform. So I'm going to try to see if I can get sold not told on that. I don't I don't know. Man, I see a lot of good things on. He got games and educational games. And I'm definitely going to tap more into the Master P reviews because this has been something that I've never seen before. It's like a, 
uh, soft launch that can possibly end up as somewhere as far as like Shark Tank. So I'm gonna definitely tap in a little bit more, man. I didn't know he was still doing it. I remember him originally talking about it, but I'm gonna tap. I'm gonna tap in with some of these people on here and see if I can get them on the pod too, man. This is amazing. Shout out to Master P. So. If you've been tapped into the pod that you know who is the last but not least person to be mentioned on this Black Business Brother podcast. So with no further ado, I'll this man's reputation precedes him. None other than Rich Forever on Instagram, my man Ricky Rose. So, um, as you know, he's a very ambitious person that's always sharing his his new platforms, his new businesses all over social media where it's echoed to the millions and thousands of followers. So, um, I've been following him, his his music, his entrepreneurship, his accolades as a man for quite some time. So, the next thing that I think I'm going to just bring to the table is I've crowned him Hustler of the Year for like two three years no offense to the other guys but it's just the way that he's confidently reinforcing his brand like effortlessly is just something that i've never seen before like everything that he's attached to these businesses that i'm about to write to you are just are perfect matchups to his lifestyle and personality to, to where it's just unfathomable how simple it is for him to promote on a daily basis like he wakes up to his better his saint regis eggs spinach and and turkey drizzle every day then he does his walk and his nature walks to give you a little bit more empowerment and the whole day on his pod on not on the podcast on his platform he's he's motivating you to hustle and that's just no way that you can do that all day every day on social media and be that not engulfed into that lifestyle and he's a true hustler by nature you know what i'm saying so ella boy is mr ricky robert williams rose and um, let's get into a few of the businesses that I've known that I'm a favorite of. So he is actually a football fan, a football fanatic as well. Robert played football all the way up to, I'm going to say college. He might have went to a swag school to try out the game football a few years. And then he went to, you know, people say he was a, a snake because he worked parole or whatever the case may be. Rose always made sure he had to do what he had to do. But. When it comes down to the sports, he has an agency as well called Carroll City Athletics to where he has artist representation and athlete representation to where if they in both fields, then they could be in the field represented by Rick Ross and out the field represented by Rick Ross. So Carroll City Athletics is one of the one of the one my favorite businesses that I see that he represents. And he doesn't even have to be the ambassador all the time because he's just the one that wears the name. He has other people in other hats putting on the actual work on a daily basis. So that's just the epitome of, not epitome, or just like the, the, the example of business working for itself. Because if you still have to be hands-on, it is not a business. You understand? So um, as we know, he has a branch of Bel Air Rosé, which is very popular. He is now getting brand ambassadors across the country already celebrities celebrity influences everybody is now being a part of bel-air boys bel-air nation is taking over the words one of the most decorated alcohols that i've ever seen in my life to where everybody gets it it goes with any occasion whether it be wedding whether it be celebratory you can never go wrong with a bottle of bel-air rosé so he's built that brand up to where it has the 
the name and the reputation that speaks for itself. Okay, you got the Bum Bum Rum. I've personally taken a liking to that since he mentioned it maybe back in 2017. I got a, I got a bottle of Bum Bum. I mixed it with some pineapple fanta, and while I got my feet done, it was in heaven. So that's something that I think that, you know, he embodies effortlessly every morning. You see the Bel Air Rose and you see the Bum Bum Rum right next to each other. If he, he might do a little cross platform and then telling everybody to get some Ciroc by Diddy, but, you know, it's a goaded presence right there. It's a goaded conversation. Um, one thing that I also noticed with him, um, he teases his business is that he is about to partner with. So, um, he might start saying something about cookies. He might start mentioning burner a lot. So cookies, he has a, a, a brand of cookies called Pink Rosé. So he smokes marijuana. Marijuana is his lifestyle. So it'll be on this part of him to be able to have a marijuana brand that'll pay him when he smokes. That when he gets more people to smoke his brand, and he gets more money in his pocket. So all of that is just effortless rebranding. So, like, let's piggyback. We had... Um, the first person that we spoke on was Shaquille O'Neal and how his brands was strategically placed based on him having a good personal brand and being so likable and everybody would be able to, uh, like, follow his trail without no harm, hurt, or danger. Like, oh, you want to share insurance? Let's go get something from Shaq. You want a car? Let's go get a, uh, a car insurance. Let's go get the car insurance from Shaq at the General. Or let's go get some Papa John's. Or... Let's get a watch. Uh, let's go buy some cereal. All regarding the Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, good brand name, right? And then you got Master P with his limitless branding. He's going to brand until he can't brand anymore. He's going to get, he's starting the, the the generational wealth curve on, okay, you might not bloom. The Magnatis might not bloom in my generation, but as long as I have equity in my sons as they keep continuing my generations to follow, it still has possibility to remain in profit for me and mine. So that's just two of them right there. And then right now, Rick Ross, I think we're going to highlight the effortless branding that he goes through on a daily basis to where every move that he makes throughout the day, he can actually monetize. He could be possibly one of the king of monetizing his following. Because everything that he embodies on his Instagram, he's promoting the business or promoting the lifestyle that he is about on every day, on an everyday basis. So, um, we know he has several cars and several estates because, you know, he used his estate to be rented out to be recorded to record the Coming to America movie. And he even got himself like 10 words in the, in the film as well. So, I mean, that's just business, man. You're going to use my house. I'll give you a discounted rate on my house if you let give me a 10 second, you know, snippet in the movie. You understand? And he just knows the language of business, which. As uh, a business connoisseur, you can't help but tilt your hat to somebody like that, you know. Um, cookies I mentioned, and I seen him yesterday, uh, a couple of days ago, mentioned that somebody was asking or inquiring about what type of shorts he had on. He's like, oh, these are Ethica shorts. Just like I have on Ethica underwear, and I'm pretty sure Ethica partnership is on the way. You see what I'm getting at? Like, everyone that he mentioned is not no free advertisement. Is okay. You know that. You want to possibly be echoed on my platform? Send me something for free. And then if it works, if it's beneficial for the both of us, then we can make something happen long term. One of my favorites, though, is his new venture called My Jet Doc. It is affordable insurance because he knew 
that the pandemic was going to be shifting and insurance was not affordable to everyone at the price point that it was to be, you know, accessible to everybody. So, hey, he has his new app called MyJetDoc, and it is an affordable insurance program virtual. So it'll be on your phone, and you'll be able to see who will take MyJetDoc insurance and where you can take it and be serviced timely and effectively. So that's just boss talk, man. So once again, Rich Forever is the Instagram for Rick Ross. Anytime you need motivation or you need some inspiration or maybe a multitude of, of that consistently, I recommend that you follow Wallow267. I recommend that you follow Rich Forever. I recommend you follow Master P. And I recommend that you follow Shaquille O'Neal to just see the positive side of keeping a good personal brand could be the return on investment for the lifetime, you understand? So I hope that y'all take heed of all of these brothers right here this has been the black business brothers industry analysis i hope that everybody took some of the breadcrumbs that i compiled together today in one podcast episode and be able to inspire themselves to take their game up to another level another level of success another level of vision another level of you know expansion of the mind because that's the whole purpose of the get some university was to say you got to get some and so with this you're gonna get some success you're gonna get some some stories and you're gonna get some 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 scope on how to be able to move using the information that i provide so once you get a little glimpse of the information or the resources or the thought thought processes or just the the opportunities that are around in abundance then maybe you might not shrink your mind into that closed-minded way of thinking to see that oh man there's so many opportunities out here. I just got to choose mine and stick with it, stay the course, because these guys are 40, 50 years old at this point. They had to they had to put that time in to be invested, to elevate. You understand? This is not an overnight process, but I just wanted to, no, I just wanted to do my part on actually studying the game and being able to give it to my people that listen to the podcast. So sorry that this one couldn't have been a live podcast. This one kind of caught me off guard. With the time and with it being on the weekend, but I definitely want to make sure that I got it to y'all to where we be able to get this information, get this insight, and be able to grow as a community. So, as we know, this will be on the Soul Not Told Instagram for a week. It should be taken out on April the 1st, and then I'm going to move it to the Facebook group, the Social Resource Facebook group, and then I'm going to upload it to the to the YouTube. So, that's the, that's the trajectory on which it goes. Um, you can... Find it in the link in my bio about how you can resource, I mean, be in contact and get all of those resources. But um, thank y'all so much. Hopefully you got a lot of information from this podcast. It's been very informative or insightful to you. So share it with somebody that you know would be interested in gaining some of this information or insight. Businessmen, entrepreneurs, somebody that you want to say, I told you that he did this because of this. If you just want to have the upper hand and having a conversation starter or a conversation piece, Definitely think that you should share, you know, the Black Business Brothers podcast with somebody. And, um, yeah, man, so not told. We getting growing every day. Make sure that you, um, your personal stock grows at least 1% every day, man. And don't forget, so not told. Ignorance is expensive. And this has been Get Some University installment number four. Yeah, because the first one was BR versus everybody. We had tax break, God flow. And this has been Black Business Brothers, okay? So we study, follow, and mimic success. And with no further ado, you are released. Thank you very much.